From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports in just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan, welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode. Number 10. Episode 10. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Christmas Christmas Eve we launched. Christmas Eve was number one, and who would have thought that we'd have been 10 deep so far? And in 10 episodes, we've, we've come we've come pretty far to the f- point that we have a very special guest today. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we definitely have a special It's not you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, it's not you. But no, so, so the thing is, is, it's really delightful for me to say that tonight, or today, I should say. It's not tonight, but today, we are talking... 90s hockey. Yes. Well, I, I think I've been hearing it since, oh, I don't know, Christmas Eve, that we got to do a 90s hockey show. We really got to do a 90s hockey show. And we got to do a 90s hockey show with who might be the quintessential voice of Detroit sports radio, the one, the only, Mr. Sean Belegian, everybody. Oh, you guys are too kind. Thank you. It is an honor to be here. I, I love, you know, uh, doing this with my. My boy Mike and you know uh, Tom just meeting you today. I've known the Jaspers for a long time, but this is this is awesome being here. It really you guys have a great setup here. Seriously, this is really stinking cool being here. Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. It's uh, it was definitely a, a COVID task, needless <laughs> to say. Uh, you guys decided to uh, eat your sorrows during COVID. <laughs> we, we decided to build a bar and drink our sorrows well, during the, COVID. The, the idea of doing all this definitely came from, uh, as Rich likes to say, drinking copious amounts of alcohol. And then through that process, we decided to do this podcast. And uh, here we go. This is our 10th episode. And we've got the one, the only Sean Belegian in the house. And we couldn't be more thankful. And we appreciate that. No, I appreciate you guys me it's great to to be chatting with you guys and you know uh, the jaspers of course didn't live too far from me nope. uh in livonia we were in the seven and merriman area and so yeah it's this is this is cool this the, is the, this the is mean awesome. streets the mean streets the, mean streets. the very the very mean up. streets of livonia <laughs> <laughs> but but you know I, I you know me personally i your knowledge when it comes to 90s hockey is definitely second to none um you know like before we started recording and everything like that we just tell a year and you'd be like all right, so 1985, you're like uh, Flyers, Oilers. What do you want to know about? Yeah, it's. It, it, I, I don't know why. It was just something that. Remember the Hawks? The, they had, that was an exciting Hawks team, by the way, that the Oilers beat. But no, I, it, the uh, the uh, you know it's it's funny. It's just I mean it was such a great era of hockey. I think know, it was the best. It was the best. I, I do miss. I miss the old divisions. I, I miss the the playoffs from the divisions as well. You know. The, the Norris and the Adams, you know, the, the Adams was one that I really kept an eye on, and the Patrick and the Smythe. I mean, some of those, I always like to tell people, some of those Smythe division games back in the day. And your final score from Calgary, uh, the Calgary Flames 10, the Winnipeg Jets 7. I mean, that happened so often in the Smythe division. It was unbelievable. 100%. I mean, you look at Grant Fuhr, one of the goalies to come out of there, one of the better goalies to come out of there. He would give up six goals on a regular, but they were scoring seven to get the win. Yeah, it so was just was getting a, the wins. I was telling uh, some friends the other day we were betting, and I told them I rem- vividly remember taking an Edmonton Pittsburgh over eight <laughs> and winning. It yeah, of course, without doubt. Yeah, never, of course. never sweated that one. 
Yeah, just just a great era of hockey, and you know, an era that you know I'm afraid we're not going to see again, sadly. But it, gosh, it was fun. No, no doubt about it. Heck of a lot of fun. And as Red Wing fans, it's that's even uh, more of memorable for what went on here and the success that they had. Man, hold on a second here. That's all right. You hear the echo? Yeah. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I always go back. This is I've I've had a conversation with a lot of people about this, including uh, Darren McCarty, who was a young Red Wing fan living over in Leamington, Ontario. When everybody talks about like the resurgence of the Red Wings, for whatever reason, they they always want to start in '95, and you know that's when they went to the finals and lost to the Devils and everything. I remember the the Jacques era. You know, when oh, Jacques yeah. came to town in '86, '87. Those were some fun teams, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and just to get to the conference finals those two years in a row, they weren't beating Edmonton. Everybody and their brother knew it. But uh, just to, to win at the time the, the Norris Division Playoff Championship, uh, <laughs> it, it was pretty stinking cool. And, and, you know, all of a sudden it got a lot of people excited. And, you know, you knew you had some good young pieces and that, that Iserman kid was going to be all right. So it was, gosh, it was so much fun. It, it, it doesn't seem like that long ago, that's for sure. It was, it was like the evolution of the team going from the Dead Wings to, the, you know, the rise. And, you know, they, they took their steps, and then it finally came into fruition in 95. But that was a disappointing end. But Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, let's, let's just get down to the brass taxes here, Sean. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we don't need to even need to ask you who your favorite was. Oh, there, no question about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stefan Riche in the in the halves? Yeah, well, he was gone. He got traded <laughs> to New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, he was gone when when they won when they when they won the cup in 92-93. You know, he got traded in September of 91 and it was devastating and Mike, I don't know if you told this story when you were with the guys and everything. Mike and I were supposed to go to Montreal in the spring of 92 to go see a Habs Bruins series. Oh, okay. And um, th- then the Habs got swept, which was <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Wah, wah, wah. We, were, we were going to game five. We were going to drive to game five. Uh, uh, a special friend of us, of ours, uh, hooked us up with some money. Sponsored the trip. He, spon- he sponsored the trip. Uh, uh, yes, that was that was me for about three days. Uh, Mike can tell you. That was I can me. imagine that. That was me for about three days. I, I used to take it really hard back then, but... Um, so yeah, they, they got, uh, and it was an upset. They got upset and swept by the Bruins in 91, 92. And then in 92, 93, Jacques, there comes, there comes that name again, uh, came there and you know what people forget? Um, they finished third in their own division that year when, when they won the cup in 92, 93 and they, you know, lost the first two games to Quebec and then they just, they, they went on a roll, you know, and how often do you see that? You know, I mean. A couple of those Wings teams, you have to remember, you know, a couple of those Wings teams that won didn't have spectacular no. regular seasons. And, you know, I think we saw this a couple of years ago with the Blues. You know, when the Blues won, oh. that wasn't a spectacular well, at the, season. At, the, at no. the, the New Year, Mark, they were last place. That was terrible. Yeah, they were terrible. Yeah, they were 11 so, or 12 games under 500. They, they just got, they got hot at the right time. And, you know, everybody's going to talk about the overtime wins. It was, it was insane. I mean, it was absolutely insane. So, yeah. A lot of good memories that that ninety two ninety three team for sure. Yeah, and so yeah, so me freshing up on some uh, different uh, different the, the ninety two ninety three. The best call I tell you right now, the best announcer in hockey history, 
Bob Cole. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. You listen to that guy call. You you, you listen to him make a call. Like, okay, so I'm not going to lie. Earlier this week, I fell down that rabbit hole, which you speak of every now and then. (laughs) I fell down the rabbit hole of YouTube and watching the 90s hockey games and listening to the CBC call of him calling. The Desjardins oh. goal. No. Oh. <laughs> the Desjardins. Ronak carries on the line of the shot. <laughs> yeah, and then, and there he is again. Scored. Yeah. I love there he is again. Oh. What, what, a, what a great line. There he is again. I'm, it just, oh, I mean, just phenomenal. Him and uh, who is his partner? Uh, Harry Neal. Harry Neal. Oh. <laughs> See, and we've. And, I'm going to take the back seat on this one, fellas. <laughs> and the new thing is, is for us being. Uh, being Americans, we'll just say it, but we're so close to Windsor picking up that CBC feed as a kid. Oh, the best. I, anybody who listens uh, anywhere else that's not in Michigan will never really truly understand how much we appreciated Saturday, night, Saturday nights in front of the TV. Oh. For me, it was the 13-inch TV that was in the, in the, in the house in my room that I had bought at a garage sale and, and hid from my parents because I didn't want them to know I had it. And just listening to that every night. And that's oh, what became, so much fun. And that's why I became an Oilers fan. Yep. Uh, huge. Oh, it, I mean, it was... Huge Oilers you fan. You know, it's funny. Mike and I talk about this all the time. Like, to this generation, they don't understand. Maybe we got a couple games a week, right? Yeah. And then um, when Sports Channel America came out, they would have some random... It was always a Patrick Division game. It always was. And and Mike uh, was, a, was a Devils fan, and... So like on a Tuesday night, if we like when we found out what the game was, it was like we were going over to Mike's house and we ate enough food for like thirty people. Oh yeah, like like we we literally would fill his kitchen table full of food, and you know at the time we're combined maybe heck seriously Mike three hundred and twenty pounds right. maybe combined at the time. Oh yeah, and and, if, and of course now as as time goes forward, I'll take care of that myself. I'm about three fifty. But no, yeah, I mean, you ain't three fifty. All jokes aside, all jokes aside, it, I mean that was that was stop the world. We're just going to watch hockey on some random Tuesday night. Absolutely, either uh, my mom was cooking something up, or we were bringing enough pizza for five. Oh yeah, were you guys getting the five dollar hot bread? Were you getting the uh, pizza pizzas? No, no, no. We were going hungry house. Oh, we, 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 we had we had some deals. Uh, we're Ooh. we're not going to tell you where we were. <laughs> We, 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 not we, to name any names. If it ain't primos, I don't care. Yeah, we had, you know what? Really and truly, Mike and I, we, we were entrepreneurs and we didn't even know it. We we would make deals from our employment. We had, gosh, we had Arby's. We had Chi-Chi's. We had Hungry Howie's. We had KFC. Wing Who, who misses wing the Wing oh, right. We did do Not Wing Yees. Oh, yeah. Did do, oh, yeah. Not we Wing Yees. Yeah, we we call Wing right deals. up. Hey, Wing, we need a deal. <laughs> We we no we we had some pretty good deals when I so worked at a do. yeah when I worked at a uh, local uh, pizza establishment there in the uh, L town we used to have a couple hookups and we used to fleece McDonald's like it was like yeah, nobody's so we yeah, there's another one Absolutely. yeah we, we yeah the McDonald's at Seven in Farmington I I remember I'd make the the drive over there and we we do a little exchange yeah it was oh, like, yeah, it was it was like two drug dealers in yeah. the back man. <laughs> Here's your stuff, and then he'd hand me yeah. the bag, and we'd be on our way. We, we, I did that over in the Roseville. I worked at a, a pizza place that had a red roof, and um, 
Um, and we would get calls from uh, other restaurants. Hey, oh, uh, you guys want to want to do a trade? Hell yeah, want to do a trade? Oh, we we Mike Boy, we, eating this pan bullshit. <laughs> Mike Mike, we had it. We had we got the hookup when you think yes. about it. We really we did. Oh, boy, we had, boy. Boy, it was quite a racket. Yeah, it, <laughs> oh, I, I can imagine you two. We, I mean, we, I mean, when I did it, we used to absolutely destroy McDonald's. It would be like a hundred dollars on their end. It'd be oh, yeah. like. It'd be like fifty cents on our end. Oh, yeah. Prefer, yeah, we'll take like three pieces. Okay, well, get your notebook down because this is what we want. Yeah. We, we want we want uh, seven twenty piece McNuggets. We want uh, this, that, and the other, and just eat like a king. I oh, still yeah. I still remember like the first time we went to Chi Chi's. They had this they oh. had this thing called Texas Nachos Texas, that I yep. thought was like the greatest thing, and they gave us like and and it came in like in a box. It looked like a Freaking Christmas gift, and so they, like he gave us like these two things, and I'm singing Christmas songs. I was so happy. Yes. One for one box for you, one box for me. So it was, yeah. But no, really, that's 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 the truth. Mike and I would make deals and um, get get like food, and we talked about it when we were doing the grilling show. I, I still remember there was this one time we were over his house, and like his mom comes downstairs and she looks look at the table, and she's like, Michael, how many people are coming over? And Mike goes, It's just us two. <laughs> and, and she's she's like, there's no way you're going to eat that. Gone, gone. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. just gone. You know, in that age, I mean, now we eat that stuff, and then we're worried about cholesterol, worried about blood pressure. Worried I better about go take my walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where's my pills? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you give me my pills, please? <laughs> but but no. So let me. So since we're talking about food a little bit, or whatever. What is your go-to food? While you're watching hockey, and on the Easy Speak me, show, we you, like to call this. We we just went off the rails. Hey, hey. yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> no, that's, oh, that's, fine. that's not what yeah. I do. No, but that's Mike, what you we go do. first. What's your what's your go? Come on, Mike. I'm going nachos. Oh, I, I mean, I am a fiend for just tostada chips and cheese, some uh, jalapenos. If there's some like now, we just did chili on the show. I'll throw some chili on there too. Mm. But I, I don't know why, but that is it every time. When I'm watching hockey, I need finger food. Like I can't, I, I can't put a lot into it. So, I'll I'll say wings just for the sake of an yeah. argument. Nachos, you never go wrong. You know, if you got a pizza, you know, you you take one slice at a time or something. But like with hockey, it's like finger food. Oh yeah, for me, for I, me, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's uh, something that's not really. Uh Dirty on the fingers, so wings are out of the. I mean, I know you like. I, I know you've discovered uh, WAP lately, mm. so <laughs> that would be wings and pizza. Wings yes. and pizza, so delicious, <laughs> so delicious. So, oh my gosh, I I gotta laugh at that. I, I like the pea aspect of the WAP. I'm a pizza guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the thing with the nachos, and, and Sean, you would remember this, when our team would lose back in the day, we would punish ourselves with either extra Cajun crust or extra jalapenos on oh, the nachos. Oh, God. Rich, Rich what, what would you uh, classify that in my book? Uh, uh, not for Tom Sloan. Uh, uh, that when is eats, NFTS. When, NFTS. When it's too odd, it's NFTS. Not for Tom Sloan. No, we, Tom we, were, <laughs> we were insane like that. I mean, think about that. Just hearing you say that made me laugh. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm mad at my team, so why don't I eat fire? Yeah, that'll show them. Hey, they might get a goal. What? They might get a goal. Yeah, he and I used to go seek out different wings places around town. And, you know, back then there would be like fire wings and suicide wings. And so we would go into different places and um, we would eat their wings. And being the sarcastic couple that we were, 
Um, you know, we'd be sitting there going, oh, I can't take it. This is so hot. And there was one place in particular that, like, the, the cook heard us say that. Yeah. And he just, he was fuming. You know, you, you mother, I'll show them. He, you can, bring, he, you brings out, he brings out this plate, right? You can, you can drop that. Okay. And he, I'm not sure. He brings out, he brings out this plate. And, like, after a couple bites, Mike and I are taking napkins, waving the white flag. <laughs> yeah! no! no more! We need milk! Yeah. Now! Like the scene of Dumb and Dumber, you two with the ketchup yeah. aisles. Ah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. All right, all right, so, Sean, we know you're a Canadians fan, and Mike, we're as confident to say Sean has already blew it for you. You're a Devils, Sorry, Mike. You're, you're, a, you're a Devils fan, aren't you? A- absolutely. And it, it, People that know me know I love a good story when it comes to the sports. And in 1988, there was no better story than the New Jersey oh, Devils. Yeah. Uh, on the last day of the season, not in the playoffs, John McClain scores with probably 30 seconds left to put it into overtime and then scores in overtime to make the playoffs. Not John McClain from no, Die Hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so people are listening like, dude, the guy's talking about Bruce Willis in a movie right now. That damn Gruber was tough in that, too. Oh, I didn't people forget. Gruber was outstanding in that. Yippee-ki-yay. So, <laughs> so he said, Hans. So, uh, and, and then the other aspect of me betting. So I love the story of that team, and I bet them against my buddies all the way to when they lost, and my memory's going to fade, was a game seven against the Bruins, I believe, in the uh, Patrick Finals, that was a Sean Burke. That was such a great yep. team, and yeah, Bruins and Bruins got smoked in the finals. If you remember, yeah, that yep. was the, the five game sweep. Because yep. remember, the power went out. Yep. In Boston Garden. yep, I remember that. Yeah, so the power went out. And it was it was a five game. It was a five game sweep. It so really was. <laughs> so back then. So it, it was funny you bring that up about the power going out. Do you remember used to watching those games? And if because they would go so deep into like May and everything, it'd get hot. And then there would be like, bitch, you see the fog on the ice. They'd yep, be bitching yep. about the exactly ice conditions. I mean, you don't have it anymore because I think technology is just really superseded what, what it well, was back Boston then. Boston Garden but. was such a dump. I mean, it really, it really yeah. was. It call, really, call for what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. And that's the thing that, that stinks. You know, we're all, if you're a hockey fan, you're a traditionalist. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. And, and it sucks when these old arenas close, but guess it. You gotta close them. Yeah. Like I always say the same thing about Joe. Joe Lewis was a dump. He oh, was yeah. a gosh damn dump. Mm-hmm. And you're not gonna catch one player. There will not be one player, not one, that will say it was time to go on mic. Right. Every single one of those guys will say it off the mic. Every single. They'd be it, like, it was a shithole. Because yeah. let me tell you something. The, the the biggest thing for those guys is okay. So you go there, and then you go to another ring where they have all the modern amenities and you have this big spacious room and all that stuff. And these guys are going, what, what about us? Yeah. You know? So that's really what it comes back to. It mm-hmm. really is. Well, yeah, you know, I don't, I, you know, as Tom calls it the pizza palace. Ugh. I'm not a, I'm not really a huge fan of that just because of the way the seats are set up in LCA. And I, I heard that's like really the biggest uh, complaint that people have. Well, you can't get drunk there, or you can't get a buzz there, or when you go down, you're going you're down. In the upper, it, it's real nice down low. Yeah, um, no, I said I went to the Kiss concert and sat down low, so that was my only. I can't only, wait for Pearl Jam to play there. So uh, that was my only time, or whatever. So, it, it, you know what it reminds me of? I was really little, and I don't know if you remember it, Mike. I mean, you guys might be a little too young. I was really little when I went to Olympia. Never had the yeah. chance. Okay, yeah, never been there. I, was too I, I literally, I literally thought I was going to fall. Like, well, that's as a little kid. I was yeah. scared. That's what they I, say. It, it feels like I sat, sat two rows from the top. 
at the Pizza Palace, yeah. and you we were literally looking straight down. Yeah. And and I was told that that's kind of they were going after that view that uh, that viewpoint from Olympia. Just old Chicago the, Stadium, old Chicago, was like that. yeah, be, just, that, that's the best place. I've un- ever unbelievable barn. It just you it. It was like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're it was, right it was right brutal. On, right also, on top of also you. a lot of those stadiums were built for boxing. They weren't even built for yeah, hockey right. or you know, or basketball or anything. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it was for boxing. Yeah. Now, since you brought up Chicago Stadium, I think 1991 All Star Game was probably. It still gives me oh, chills awesome, even talking man. about it. Yeah. The national anthem by oh, Wayne yeah. Mesmer. Oh, oh my phenomenal. lord! Absolutely. I think every stadium needs to have that kind of national anthem across the board. Hey. Karen Newman, hey, it was great when you were back when I was about when I was about seventeen years old. Like, man, this, this chick's real good looking. Now it's it's, it's is it time. me or has she look exactly the same as like the first time? I, hey, did, is she human? That's, that's what, is that, I, is that like that? the wax cutout what of like, Karen Newman? I, I, last time I seen her, I looked at my wife. I go, everybody but her gets older. What in the world is going? on? I bet on? you if you slap her in the face, her skin doesn't move. I, 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 I do. I do believe. Or, or to be it just indent. <laughs> she she is related to a plastic surgeon. I think. Oh, it might, oh. It might be her husband. Oh, but, uh, oh boy! Yeah. All right. But you know, here's the thing: is like so, like so. Uh, you know, I've gone to a couple of Wings games and stuff like that in my day, and she sings. There's one time I sat up in the upper bowl, and I'm sitting there, and I look over, and like a section over, Karen Newman sitting there, and I'm like, "You mean to tell me you guys couldn't give her a better seat?" <laughs> she comes out here, she sings an national anthem for you. <laughs> Get look your at, ass up into the top. Hey, remember Mo Cheese? Mm-hmm. Mo yep. Cheese? Mm-hmm. Mo Cheese? Like. He pretty much was the janitor up on the top floor. Where is Mo Cheese these I days? Think he, I already passed. I think he passed. Yeah, I, yeah, passed. I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, we we lost the brow in it, and we lost Mo oh, Cheese. The brow. Yeah. the brow. The brow. Oh my is lord! Is the uh, the so dancing she, usher still going on at the uh, the LCA? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I've I've only he was seen, more entertaining than the basketball. I've team. only seen a couple games there as a fan. I've, yeah. I've only been to maybe two or three as mm. a fan. You know, because yeah. I it doesn't go as a member of the media. It's it's crap. Oh, you know, I, I mean, I tell people I'd rather go as a yeah. fan. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm going with my buddies. Let's, yeah. you know, let's have a good time. Let's you you like probably this. have to maintain a certain level of composure yeah, when you're it sucks. like you. You can't, uh, you know, tie back a few uh, ginger ales as the Mick, which which leads me to another thing. Did you watch the game last night? Toward the end. Uh, no, I was watching another game. And okay. I got pissed off watching another game. <laughs> so Mickey well, we Redman, talk about that. Mickey Redman, <laughs> Mickey Redman quotes. Patrick Kane and says, "Oh, he can make chicken soup out of a lot of smelly stuff," which <laughs> leads me into what are some of your Remind most me to use that on March eighth when we call the game. <laughs> what, what, what are some of your memorable Mickey Redmond isms that you've heard oh, throughout the years? Don't get me started. <laughs> because I don't think we have enough time. That one, I, I, I paused it, rewound it, recorded it, sent it to Rich. I'm like. This is this is classic. I mean, we have when I was here last time. I think we were talking about that uh, that that what was it the the power play? Yeah, the good power play. Good looking, oh. good looking good, fucking power good play. Fucking power play. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a huge, you say that, gang? The, that was a huge debate too about that. Oh, yeah. oh huge debate. It. He the, said it. The one I remember, and it's not. It wasn't a Mickeyism, but it was Mickey. We were over at Sean's having a barbecue, watching. Uh, I believe it was a playoff game. It was playoff and. 
there was allegedly too many men on the ice. <laughs> and he lost his mind about this to the point of there wasn't too many men on the ice. Mm-hmm. Did he or did he not used to telestrate to draw an extra guy on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, maybe that's where Trump got it from. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, and, and when we were doing the last, we did the Stevenson-Trenton game, and Stevenson had too many men on the ice. I'm like, oh, God, if we had a telestrator right now, I'd be drawn. There's 38 Coyotes games. 72 guys on the ice. <laughs> I just remember it was funny because uh, Dan Miller was over and uh, my old radio partner, Killer, and those guys were sitting in the corner. Just they were in tears. They were <laughs> weeping because they, you know, God bless them. Neither one of them are huge right. hockey fans. And all us nerds are like <laughs> sitting there just just spewing. And th- they were, did you remember that? They were just sitting in the corner just crying. <laughs> they were like, you people are a different breed, man. So, you know, it, 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 that, <laughs> Too many, Kenny. There's 31. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, baby. The, going back to uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, the Eiserman the empty netter. Remember? Look what he did. Look what he did. He flipped the puck right over him. It, yeah, I mean, it, was an, it was an orgasm. He had an orgasm live on the air. Oh, the Danny. The you know, so the now that you say it, I think that is we use that on the daily. Like we Every day, I think we'll, we'll see someone and someone say, oh, gee, it was a look what he did. Look what he did! Look what he did! Look what he did, Dave! <laughs> you know, but you know what though? I mean, uh, you know, rest in rest in peace, uh, killer. Some of the best, uh, the, some of the best combos in Detroit was Mickey Redman and Dave Strader. Oh, he was awesome! Oh, yeah. oh he I was, was I was he heartbroken. Was awesome. I was absolutely heartbroken when we went to ESPN. Heart, and then you hear him on there, you're just like, no. Yeah, you, you want to know what a loser I am? Me and my buddies were at uh, a water park. Uh, it was Amit and Locke, all right? So got hockey guys, and we're sitting there, and we're like, is that Dave Strader? Is that Dave Strader over there? And we started to berate him about Mickey Redmond and how drunk Mickey, how drunk, come on, you can tell us, is Mickey Redmond drunk? How drunk is he all the time? And the guy's like, I'm, I'm here with my family, guys. <laughs> Do you know what I thought you were going to bring up is, is when you and I were at a game, and we saw Gary oh, Thorne. Gary Thorne. Oh, Gary Thorne. Gary Thorne. Do you remember? And you were so happy. You didn't know exactly what you It was Christmas morning. Like, Mike didn't even say anything. You know, like, normally, like, you go, hey, there's Gary Thorne. Like, Mike, I didn't even have to hit. Mike just went, bling. Like, like, <laughs> he would call the devils. Yeah, and, 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 and hey, Gary like, Thorne. Sean, Sean, out of what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> But it was great. he's trying to get to the point of it. So we're sitting there, and I, this is one of the greater moments of my life, and thank you for reminding me of this. And I look and I go, Gary Thorne, you're the man. And he looks at me and goes, no, you're the man. And it was the greatest thing. Mike's chub. I mean, he immediately, like without any without any hesitation, it was, it was, it was so, and it was like one of those moments where like, you know, you're his buddy, and you're just sitting there going, "I'm so happy for my friend right now." Because yeah. it was it was in the top three biggest moments. It was awesome. He's like, "I just I just got a huge chubby right now." That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so let's get back on track. Sorry, <laughs> that's that's on me. You hey, can blame right, me. Right, so, well, well, right, we're so, famous for that here. So in right the now, speech. so right now, we're gonna get off the fact that. Mike got a chub. Yeah. yeah. Well, be careful. Well, there's there's holes in the bar for a reason. So. Hey, 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 sure. <laughs> hey, have some nuts. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, so out of the ni- if 90s was the I, I, I want to say the 90s was probably 
the it, it is it, it was the best time for NHL hockey. And I mean, does anybody disagree with me? Mm-mm. We the had, 80s were special, but the 90s were just you had boy but, oh boy. See what the 90s old. You there was had, more TV coverage in, starting in the 90s. I, I think don't, and, I don't necessarily think that, but you really encompassed everybody. And what I mean by everybody worldwide. You got guys from Russia that are sneaking out, like Fedorov. Fedorov snuck out in the middle of the night. McGillney, McGillney. Mm. Uh, you know, all these guys defected from Russia, and these guys were like the top, the creme de la creme of players leaving their country. Which and, uh, these countries back then, I mean, anybody who's younger, mm-hmm. they were still under communist rule, and it was hard for them. They actually had to like pay to leave. The country, right. and so, if you if you watch the Russian Five, they really describe I think, it real I, well. I tell you right now, that was a that great documentary. The Russian Five that was that did that tell the story of how the they got, or is that the Red Army? No, the Red Army the, was the, the one. Army yeah, the Red Army was really good. But that's they, my favorite Russian. Was. But they talk about they Anna, talk about how Anna they got her off. I shake it. No. All right, so there was uh, <laughs> the, the you know the KLM line. The, the K was for Krutov. Yep. And I, I don't. You guys might be a little young. I know Krutov. He was phenomenal hockey player. Yeah. He came here and he fell in love with a North American delicacy. Like he, like this Him is Phil Kessel. Like this is not. This is not a joke. You can you can fact check me here. He fell in love with hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, I've heard it. No, yeah. he fell in love like to the point where he he started to expand, and they would have different guys on the team like have to tail him, and he'd go. Krutov have to go to bathroom, right? <laughs> and he'd he'd sneak off to the bathroom, and then he you'd see him. Are you at the hot dog cart again? Me not Krutov. I mean, so it was it, I, like that's the greatest story ever. It's like the guy, the guy here, one of the legends of the game, literally ate himself out of the league because of hot dogs. Oh, well, because of a hot, and it's like seriously for people like. Fact check me. I'm not being no, funny. I'm not. He fa- and Mike and I you used to find him on a YouTube hole. Yeah, you're sure. all for sure. What, uh, what, eating hot dogs? Yeah. Oh, he could probably find <laughs> Well, did he, did he become a hot dog uh, uh, vendor after after he left the right? game? Right? But, I mean, wow. he just, you know, one of the legends of the game just... I mean, he, he just ballooned. The, the guy, so you're saying the guy got absorbently fat from eating lips and assholes hot dogs. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. But <laughs> no, he had the was, Dearborn brand ones, though, the snappy ones. It's all ones. about the snap. It, ah. It's all about the snap. It was funny because I think for some of us, some of these guys, you know, like there was a really great player. And I'm sorry to be nerdy, but there was a guy by the name of Helmut Balderas who was a great player for all those Soviet teams and everything. But by the time he came to the league, he was like 39 years old. Yeah. I mean, it was it was done. He was over. And I remember he played one year for the North Stars. And, and you know you know how it is at that age. You're like, yep. what are you doing on the ice, old man? Now exactly. 39's yeah. a spring chicken. Right, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it was it was such a weird uh, period of time because, you I mean, you just never thought these guys were going to make it to the National Hockey League. No. You just never in a million years. And by the time they made it, it, I mean, by the time they made it, they were like, well, out of their prime, yeah, for the most part. But you know, but here they were out of their prime for the NHL, right. but they were not out of their prime out of international because at that time the international it really didn't have a lot of professionals yeah. in there. They were yeah. playing the college, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, so so yeah, they were like they were. I mean, really, figuratively and literally, men amongst boys when it comes yeah. to the international play. But when they come to the NHL, eh, you know yeah. that type of thing. But, yeah, so the 90s for me, I remember when Fedorov got here. I remember mm-hmm. when uh, Pavel Bure, even like, oh, you know, like, 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 I mean, like, so like a lot of the Europeans, um, 
Timo Solani. Timo Solani and McGillney. Remember they were going year. back and forth that one year? Oh, my God. 76 goals his rookie year. 92-93 was yeah. insane. For Like the numbers that were put up th- that year were. And it's interesting because I know one of the things that you wanted to hit on, and Mike and I were talking about it earlier, you know, uh, Jasper's so prepared he sends out this, like, planning sheet and everything. <laughs> we, we, we do it right over and, here. And, and, like, it, it's, to me, two of the best teams of the 90s are teams that didn't win a cup. Yeah. Like, honestly, I mean, the 92-93 Penguins were sick. They were, oh. they were absolutely sick. And for people out there that don't remember, it's still a record. They basically finished the season and got broken up by the Devils the last game of the year. Yep. They had a 17-game winning streak. Yep. We're the Devils! That's still, that's I mean, still a record. Yeah. That's still a record to this day. So that team was sick. And there's a funny story about them losing in the playoffs, and I'm going to test Mike's memory. Um, and, of course, the, the 95-96 wins. Oh, I mean, huh. the team was disgusting. Hit, yeah, hit the yeah, button. I mean, hit, hit the button. Was, was that the year that they were president trophies, trophy winners? And the wings? They lost in the first round. No, that oh. was that was sixty-two wins, and yeah. they lost to Colorado. It was it was Claude hitting. Uh, uh, was that the okay? Oh, yeah, 90, right. Ninety-five, ninety-six. Okay, so ninety-two, ninety-three. Mike, I'm, I'm seriously, I don't know if you remember this. Ninety-two, ninety-three. The Habs played the Bruins <laughs> in the second round, or excuse me, the Sabers in the second round swept them, and um, so they're waiting. You know, I know they're into the conference final and everything, and for whatever reason, the Penguins are struggling with this shitty Islanders team, right? You, come on. You know, I mean, they, they weren't, they yeah. weren't, it wasn't a good team. And, you know, at the time, Turgeon, their best players out because Dale Hunter, you know, killed them and no. everything. Yeah, oh God. And, and so, like, it goes to five, it goes to six. We watch game seven at your house. Please tell me you remember that. I knew you wouldn't. Okay. Hey, shaking his head. No, no, but here, you know how I can tell you? Your mom was watching something downstairs. So we went up Days in your of room. Our lives. It must have been. Either your brother's old room or your sister's old room, okay. and there was a little TV up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And and David Volick scored in overtime. And I remember like sitting there. My first thought is, how the hell did the Islanders just beat the Penguins? And then I sat there and I go, the Habs are going to win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> like, it was, I mean, like literally at that moment, I, and I did that a couple weeks ago. But it's, no, I literally everything look, at my, look at my boy Tom Wilson. <laughs> everything aligned. No, but like like literally, and we we were uh, it was a Saturday night. It was, we were supposed to go someplace that oh, night, yeah. and of course he and I were sitting at home watching the the hockey game. And and you know for them to get up upset like that, you know Scotty Bowman was a coach. Yep. We were like drop dead stunned. That was just that was a massive update. Glenn Healy was the <laughs> Islanders goalie, for goodness sake. Oh, my God. You know, so it was one of those things like, and, and then the Habs ended up smoking the Islanders and, you know, eventually beating the, the Kings in the finals and everything. But I, it, to me, like when you ask that question. Which the Kings shouldn't have been there in the first place. No, they shouldn't have. Yeah, thank but, you. But, like, honestly, when you're talking about great teams, like, the, the 99 stars maybe don't get the credit they deserve. That team was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, team, yeah. that team was awesome. They were, I mean, they just they ran into the um, they ran into the Penguins that year. Well, they had, no, you're, you're thinking 90, 99 is when they were in Dallas and oh, they ended no. up beating Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, Minnesota that, that year. That the, was that the crazy. Minnesota. The that goal was, that should not have counted. Yeah, there's the no Brett Hole goal. That. But, no, like 99 stars were, like, start to finish, they were the best team. But more often than not, in the '90s, the best team didn't win. No, I mean that it, it's weird mm-hmm. that that decade kind of played out like that. That Stars know? team had a lot of local talent they on sure it. Sure did. Madano yeah, and Hatcher. Um, Hatcher. Hatcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, so that was that was one of them. But honestly, like those two teams that didn't win were sick. You know, one set the record 
for most wins in a row that still stands to this day. Yep. The other set the record for most wins in a season. You know, now <laughs> granted they didn't get as many points as, as the Habs did in in 76-77, but I mean 62 wins. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they, you know, ran into that Avalanche buzzsaw. Yeah. <laughs> and, and lost that series in 6, but it was it was uh it's weird how that works out, you know. It's But that that's a beauty of hockey, I think. I, I mean, you just I mean, it's it's almost like a level playing field from one to eight. I mean, you, you you have an opportunity at eight to really go into the playoffs and make make a lot of noise, and that's the beauty of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's what's that's what is like being the 16th seed in the NCAA tournament. Well, There's been some upsets. One, you know, <laughs> that's only happened once. But no. I think today, yeah. especially today, like in today's game, when you're talking the cap. I mean, let's be honest. When when we were kids. The fourth seed was mm. never beating the first seed. It never. just it wasn't going to happen. No. It wasn't, you know. And and when it did happen, it was, oh my gosh, you know, because it happened so infrequently. It's not that no. big of a surprise no. anymore. No, it really, mm-hmm. even though you it's one versus it. eight, it's not. Yep. Like it's not a surprise anymore in the cap era. So yeah, the cap era really kind of uh, leveled the playing field. Now, oh, yeah. I mean, uh, let's talk about the let's talk about the ninety seven ninety eight Red Wings. Let's. I mean, we what, can, was, what was I their, mean, I mean, their I mean, payroll? We, 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 we can sit here and say Mike Illich bought a Stanley Cup. Yeah, you know what? It's really odd because if you look back in that era, you know, all the teams started spending. And I think it, unfairly to the Red Wings, there is this notion that year in, year out, the Wings spent more than everybody. They didn't year in, year out. But they did in particular years. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they did in particular oh, yeah. years. But they had that feeling like, all right, we got this feeling. It, it was kind of funny because, you know, again, that was, I mean, go back and look. They didn't win their freaking division. Yep. You know what I mean? They, nope. they didn't even win their division. So, nope. um, you know, I think both years they finished third in the West and ended up winning the Cup, you know, obviously in 97 and 98. And, and, and people forget those those weren't great teams. Now, 0102 was was something different and I think the same thing can be said for 0708 those were teams that were you know great teams and kind of fulfilled their destiny but the two teams in the 90s they didn't have great regular yeah. seasons they just you know when they got to the playoffs it's like they played yeah, yeah. They, they flipped the switch you know as as the old uh, the bit goes all right so you guys are a little more seasoned than I am when it comes to stadiums so we had a, a number of significant uh final games at stadiums, um, uh, I would probably say you probably shed a tear on uh, in 1996, Sean. Yeah, that was un- that ceremony. Still <laughs> is is like so cool. Um, you know, you can you can see the um, uh, you know it's on YouTube the the long ovation that they gave Rocket Richard. Oh my God! Where they just didn't shut up, and like mm. he's crying and he's telling people to shut up and. You know, going like that, and, and he knew he was sick at the time. You know, he, he died a few years later. Yep. But it was it was uh, it was phenomenal. And uh, Mike, I know you had a chance. We went to the forum together. Um, it was a great old building, and like the electricity around that building. Like it's funny. Of all people, Don Cherry said, "There's no place in hockey like being on St. Catherine Street on on a Saturday night before hmm. a game and everything." There's just I mean, you were there. There's yeah. like a, there's oh, electricity awesome. that you can't. Yeah. So you, I, there's nothing you can. I, I think it. we brought some of that electricity that night. <laughs> so you, so so you you've been to the forum then? I have many times. We went together one time with hit a, the siren uh, with a Rich. guy with a guy that you know, uh, Teddy K. Okay. Uh, shout out to Ted Kornowski. 
Yeah, we went up there and we saw him smoke the Bruins one night, and we we, we got in trouble with the French police a little bit. But, um, yeah. The French Terminator showed up. It was kind of a frightening moment. <laughs> did did you whip out your mask? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not me, by the way. Uh, well, I mean, your friend. Yeah, I'm your yeah, friend. That's, your friend. Not, yeah. that's not me. But no, uh, you know what's interesting? I tried like mad to get uh, tickets to the last game at Maple Leaf Garden. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I went to the second to last game at Maple Leaf Garden. That building was awesome. So Maple Leaf Garden was awesome. So really right was. before yep. the right before COVID shut everything down, everything like that. My my boys and I, we went over to Toronto. They wanted to go to Toronto for the weekend. It was over like a midwinter break. We actually went and saw a game at the Rearson Rearson College mm-hmm. plays there now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you just walk in there and you get that you know you get that feeling that I think there was maybe. Ten people and they're watching this hockey game. You know, I think I can I think it's the OUA. I think is what they call it. Is the division that they play, but it's the Ontario University College, Athletics yep. or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, which actually, uh, I saw your boy uh, Matt Mistley playing over there. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he was the captain. <laughs> yeah, he had, they had a they had a big banner up on him that's uh, great. in there. So. So I was there watching the guy that was sitting behind me happened to be like the athletic trainer and the guy we just got to talk and whatever I said yeah I said I wanted my boys to come see a game here they know the history behind the gardens and everything like that and he says well here's a fun fact he says when Rearson took over this put the rink in here when they painted the ceiling he, he said it took like 10 times the amount of paint that it would that they quoted because of all the tar and nicotine stains from smoking back in the day. And I was like, that well, that doesn't surprise me. Because when I mean when you watch those games, when you watch those games, it was the it looked like the dingiest stadium because it looked so dark and dingy in there. Well there's a reason why because their white ceiling was like like a tar uh, you know, it was tar. How times have changed. So but I mean the 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 outside of it and everything like that. You go there now; it's a grocery store. It's everything like that. But you walk in there, you do you still see the high arches up there? You don't see as many stands there. But it, I mean, it really is. You kind of get that eclectic feel of hey, this is the gardens, you know. Uh, so when I went to a game there, it was so sad. And Sean, maybe you can enlighten me why I never found out. But they did not sell alcohol. Really? Yeah. I was like we it was me know, me and my know. girlfriend at the time were there. And well, because we of your age, was it the prohibition? I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! Wow. Hey, listen here. I went there last we year and Mike I was drinking beer. For being on the easy to speak cast. Was, it was. I was drinking steam whistle. The by the way, incre- most incredible thing. I was like, oh. and I, I would have left, but it was a, a, a hockey night in Canada Devils uh, Leafs game. Oh, Is that man. you went to? Mm-hmm. No shit. Mm-hmm. I went, I went wow. to that one. And then the last time I was in Toronto, I ran into someone I knew at the game, the Montreal uh, Toronto. That's right. That's absolutely right. Hey, there's Mike and his kid. Hey, there's Sean and his kid. Yeah. We, uh, we no. actually, you know, it was really cool. Uh, a, a Maple Leaf legend actually gave us his tickets for the game. He was, uh, I'm not going to say his name. You don't have to. Uh, but he uh, he was so pissed at the Leafs. I know I told you yep. the story. He was so pissed at the Leafs. He goes, "Take my tickets for the game." Okay. <laughs> so it was it was the Habs and the Leafs, and oh. uh, yeah, if, if if the Leafs if the Habs won the game, they won the division that year, and they won in overtime. So it was oh, uh, it was pretty I, cool. Since the guy I got tickets from crawled out of a box, I don't think he was a Maple Leaf legend. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you right now. I've I've bought tickets on. Uh, 
I've bought tickets from them. Uh, what was the scalper? A ticket King is who yeah. I bought bought from over there in uh, in Toronto. And um, you tell me he's not a king? No, mm. royalty. No. There's so much royal blood <laughs> coursing through his. Veins. No, the, no, the guy. The guy would show up. <laughs> he showed up like in an Astro van, and I was like, "Dude, are these tickets legit?" <laughs> The drive of kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is this is this legit? But, but anyway, so the '90s produced a lot of memories for myself. Obviously, my two buddies that are here to my left. We're not going to really talk much about Tom because he didn't get into it till after the Wings win the cup. So I might have been a bandwagon so, fan. So with, with my Doug Brown jersey. Yeah, you got it on. Yep. See, this is what happens when you guys have a game on. My my attention gets diverted. Oh wow. yeah, so that was the, a nasty two hander. So we, right now we have the uh, Rangers and the Bruins on original six going on uh, here in the uh, Easy Speak at the Speakeasy, and uh, Sean is just mesmerized by this fight going on. I think they need to review that goal. That was no goal. <laughs> <laughs> so wait till you see the two hander. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so. <laughs> so, well, I mean, there's a lot of memories to be talked about, but what is the one that in your in your mind that sticks out above and beyond everything else, Mike? Well, there there's two really, and it just depends on which team that I follow that that I will uh, talk about. But when the Devils won the cup, I mean, you go back not too far from when they won the cup in '95. They were a Mickey Mouse organization, according to Wayne Gretzky, and I never thought I'd see that day. Hmm. So me and my brother went to a game, and he actually questioned me, why would I be rooting for the Devils over the Wings, who I followed longer? And I said, because the Devils may never get this chance again. And they did end up being one of the better teams in the 90s. However, if we're talking locally, I think everyone's going to go to the Darren McCarty goal. Oh, what yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no. I, I think Darren's brought it up a couple yeah, of I've times. I've never heard of <laughs> no. I, that. I, I remember where I was, what we mm-hmm. were doing. Um, I mean, just even having that game in Detroit, I was downtown with my uh, then girlfriend. And Not your wife then, huh? No, no, okay. no, no. Uh, oh, the and, times have changed. And, and we were sitting in a bar. We had a spot all set up with uh, our friends, and I said, you know what? And I just got to thinking, almost like in tears before the game, and thinking, I'm like, if I don't go try to get a ticket and get into this game, I'm, I'm going to regret it. So I went, I got all the money, I had $1,200, every penny that I had, and I couldn't buy a ticket. Wow. I, I walked around and was trying to get a ticket, and they, that price wasn't enough to, to get a ticket. And I waited until the game had started, and there was nobody on the streets. Usually, we'll find a straggler. Mm-hmm. Here there in 95, I actually bought a ticket off a guy that crawled out of a box. You, you didn't you didn't give up the girlfriend? To, with a ball I, I, you know what? I just want one. She in, hi, in hindsight, I dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> it's hey, just hey. a half hour, honey. It's just a half hour. Have you seen the movie Indecent Proposal? <laughs> it's not going to be that bad. The bitch can walk, to quote Terry Foster. <laughs> Which, by the way, i got to say, I... I love hearing him back on the on 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 the yeah, radio, the airway. Cool. Oh, dude, it's, it's unbelievable. Cool. That I, you know what? And it's the thing is, I'm 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 when he's gone, you don't realize how much you miss the guy. But I really enjoy the fact that he's back, that he's back on. So you got that, Sean? Come on, let's hear it. You tell me. 90, no, you know what? You tell me ninety three. Well, of I'm gonna, course, I'm gonna of slap course, you. I am. June 9th, nineteen ninety three. It was, uh, <laughs> was seventy five degrees and, outside. And Marty Abs- McSorley, right? Absolutely, uh, Marty McSorley was. Uh, who, who can forget? What a dumbass! And it, uh, you know what? The best thing about that, you guys know, like the Desjardins goal. He's still 
the only defenseman to score a hat trick yep. in a Stanley Cup game. He scored all three, and that's there is against scored. Wayne told him. Wayne said, "Put your put your illegal stick away." Wayne Wayne told him point blank, "Put your illegal stick away." Dumbass didn't put his illegal mm. stick away. Mm. Whose fault is that? Yeah, and it's funny in, in recent years. It's funny that like there's like, like this narrative that that like the Habs were bad for doing that. It's like. If I know you have an illegal stick and I'm down by a goal with you two minutes a game, you bet mm-hmm. your ass I'm going to say, check Jasper's stick. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Check, check and I bet Jasper stick. had an illegal stick no, back so, in the day, too. I mean, no, so the that, coffee blade. The no, but, but with them, them winning was, I, I you know, obviously that was that was pretty cool. And it was the culminate. I mean, that run was just, you know, what for the first time in a little while, kind of turned into the best goalie in the world again. You know, I mean, he was... He was just sick during the those playoffs, and um, it, it was it was a crazy run. But like everybody else, I mean, ninety seven. It's so hard to to pick one, but you know, like like Mike, like March twenty six. Like watching, I, it's one of those moments. Mm. It's like like etched in your mind. I know where I was. I know who I was with. Um, I didn't know Darren real well at the time. You know, we kind of knew each other. You know, just a little through, bit yeah, and everything, that, but. Yeah. Um, I was happy because I always liked him, you know, and it's it's still weird sometimes. And, Darren, I hope I'm not freaking you out. Like, sometimes, like, you know, he's become a friend of mine. Yeah. And it's still – sometimes it's kind of weird. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, yeah, he's he's over my house eating barbecue yeah. with us and things like that, yeah. you know. So, but March 26th was really – that was graduation day. It was it, it was. it was. It was it was graduation day for the Red Wings. It was, it was time to – you yeah. know, finally realize the potential and all that. You know, and that's and you know, and that's the thing is, you know, I remember exactly where I was at when that happened. When you know the uh, the infamous uh, turtling and the beatdown, you know, and I, I mean, it's I mean, I got so many different memories I can go off of, but I I think that um, you know, obviously, I'm going to say you know the wings, blah 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 blah. But you know what though, in the you know the aftershadow of Gretzky leaving Edmonton. It was nice to see the Oilers win in '90, though. Oh, absolutely! It, it was, was real series. nice. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was great to see Messier. Mm. That's just me, but I'm an Oiler fanboy. I'm not going to lie to you. I still remember. Fine. I still remember Peter Klima in in mm. that first game. It went to 731 yep. overtimes, <laughs> and, and, and he didn't have a shift. He didn't have oh. a shift. And his first shift, he goes out there in the 731st overtime, <laughs> and, and he scores a goal. He scores, yeah. And it was, it was awesome. And how it was, it's, Mike... it's because of the way he taped his stick. Let's right. not lie. And Let's not, not I, lie I'm about that. I'm guilty of trying that as when I was younger. Um, but here's how my memory works. I loved that Edmonton team. Oh, God. Nine to one odds. Nailed it. Did you really? Yep. That was my first oh. future I had. He and I were both. He and I were also both um, big Mario fans. Oh, and, and you know what? I, like watching. Like I always say, when when God decided he was going to make a hockey player, he created Mario Lemieux. 100%. He's got he's got everything, every physical tool. Yep. That you could possibly want everything. I agree. You know? And he made it look so easy, and just some of the things he did, and and you know his his. Um, you know, rise to the top is not all that dissimilar from from Eiserman's run to the top because he had you know unbelievable moments in the late '80s, and then the team kind of went down. And you know, where, whereas the Wings, you know, kind of stayed at a level and everything, um, but the team went down, and then all of a sudden, '91, '92 happened, and and Mario was just sick. I mean, yeah. 
Then, like 91, 92. I, hi, guys, I, I, I got to leave. I have cancer. Oh, I'm down by 198 points to, to LaFontaine in the, in the scoring title. Okay, cool. Just give me two months. I'll, I'll take the lead hey, back over. Hey, uh, he was insane. Hold my beer for me. Yeah, he was, that was the ultimate but hold the, my but, beer. But, 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 insane. But then his first game back. Right. I mean, first first game back, goal. Yeah, he was, he was insane. He was awesome. He, he was and. You know those teams, like like I said, I mean that that ninety they they should have won three cups in a row. If, and you know they got upset by that Islander team, and they they were sick. He was, gosh, he was so good. Kevin I Stevens' know. face was. The oh, do you remember that? Downfall. Holy yeah. shit! You know, and one of the guys that came out in the nineties who I, I, I mean, yeah, he he did perform. He was he was good. He was a a, a stronghold. Eric Lindros. Oh, he was just you, you know the thing is too, and the is hype the, the concussion the hype, of our the hype him. behind yeah. it, Oshawa Generals. It, it, it was the legend oh. of Eric Lindros yeah. and when he came here and everything and and he uh, he billeted with a family that I yeah. know. Yeah, we know. I, yeah, you probably know that too. No sirens on yeah, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> table for one. So it, it was um, you. You just heard about the legend, but you had to go see it too. Oh, like oh, you, you, I, had, you, oh, had, you had you had to go see it. When we were just in Oak Park on that game, I told him I remember. Coming here yeah. to watch Lindros play because with Compuware, yep, yep, our buddy uh, Joe Amit was the last uh, pick by Compuware in that draft, so he tried out. And I remember him coming home after tryouts and saying, "Mike, there's this kid and kid because we were 18 going on 19 at the time, and he was 16." He goes, "Don't take this the wrong way. I've never seen." A guy like that. I mean, I'm like, he's built like he had guy. everything. Oh, he was at huge. 16. He had. I mean, he he was. Lock played against. Well, that, this is so watching him play, and I've seen some of his earlier stuff, and I, but it was like the equivalent to watching when I would go to Plymouth, as you know, watching Connor McDavid play in Plymouth. Right. He was a man amongst boys yeah. in that league. He, I mean, he was. And Lindros was the, the yeah. The, he the was. Next thing. He was for the sure. Next thing and talk about hype. They had a camera that was in the penalty box that would just follow him, and then the mm. guy would set it down when he went off the ice. Oh, and like I said, our buddy played against him, and they have just great stories of that little time that he yep. was there. And here's a good fact for you. You know our, our friend also, Mark Johnson, played against him here in Michigan. Then he got traded to Nebraska, I believe, who ended up playing that CompuWare team for the national championship. Lindros goes to Oshawa. Mark Johnson gets the game-winning assist on the national championship. Oh, that's oh, nice. funny. That's funny. Hmm. That's nice. Now, we never heard that story. And whenever <laughs> we'd have too many beers in college, he'd pop the tape <laughs> and make us watch it. So he'd be like, hey, you guys want to, you want to check like this that, out? Right ah, that's we, funny. We Let me get the Betamax out, and we'll, uh, oh, we'll, we'll roll this wow. on the old Betamax. <laughs> Rich Jasper with the jokes today. Oh, of course. They were, you, you know, the, the, crazy, the crazy thing, too, is, you know, I think people forget is, is you know, not only I think everybody remembers the, the infamous draft choice in 90, one, getting back to the '90s, but as an 18-year-old, he went and played for that Canada Cup team in '91. Yep. Exactly. And and think about some of the guys that didn't make that. And the big to do yep. at the time, Mike. I don't know if you remember this. The big to do at the time was a guy by the name of Steve Eiserman got cut. Oh, yep. And they thought it was personal between he and Mike Keenan. And and it's like, wait a second, you're keeping this 18-year-old kid over Steve freaking Eiserman? And I was like. <laughs> Did you see the 18-year-old kid? Yeah. He's 7 foot 8, yep. 295 pounds of chiseled rock. I mean, he 0% really was. Fat. So, yeah. yeah, it was uh 
Yeah, it, it was fun. It, I mean, the, the 90s were such a great, and you know, I think part of the cool thing about the 90s to me was was when, you know, the uh, Olympics decided that they were going to let some pros play and everything. And, and like Nagano didn't end the way that anybody want, around here wanted to end. It was the Dominic Hoshik show. But, um, you know, to, to see that American team, to see the, the Canadian team, because Mike and I were guys, we, we brought his little black and white TV into our place of employment one morning. <laughs> we watched the 92 Olympic gold medal game and everything. Yep. And, um, yeah, it, it was a special it was a special era because hockey as we knew it, Rich, you brought this up earlier. Hockey, as we knew it, was 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 winding down, but we didn't know it. You know, all of a sudden, it, it really did become more of the international game and everything. So, yeah, oh yeah, I mean, that, it was it was it was cool. It was a fun time. You know, and, and thank you, New Jersey Devils, for the trap, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, and one of the things that it's that really sticks out of my mind when it comes to the whole, exactly what you said about how the international players came in or like that. It really revolutionized the game itself because before in the '80s, when you were looking at it, I mean, let's be honest, it was ass beaters. It was pretty much you had three or four enforcers on your team. Uh, it was kind of like I'm not going to say no holes barred, but like right now, I'm gonna I'm not going to lie to you. There's some of these calls that are made now. It's like that's eh, kind of soft, but when you watch when you go on YouTube and look up an old game and, and yeah, Mickey yeah, Redman will let see, him know, let yeah, you know about I mean that. I mean I mean you'll see guys grab each other, flip them, you know, swing them around like that, no penalty. Now it's like it's a penalty. Well, you have to be able to play in the league now. That's that's the biggest yes. thing. I mean, you period end of story. There were guys in, well into the 90s that that just they couldn't there you go. They couldn't. They couldn't play. They 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 couldn't play. Like I, you know, the guy that I always bring up, Stu, Mick, Stu Mick, Grimson, Mick Vakoda. Yep, he couldn't skate. I mean, right. he, like like seriously, I, go back and watch. Guys. Go back and watch. He, he he couldn't skate. You know, and but it was one of those things that you know, guys like that had a place, and that's why I I get defensive over um, you know McCarty. I mean, people McCarty was a slug. You're an idiot. No, no, no. no, no. Scored D- Darren, I, when Darren, he was in juniors, the dude was a beast. Literally, I ain't gonna lie to you. Look, look up his numbers. Dude, he was a beast look in up, Belleville. Look up his numbers. He, oh, he was a beast. I mean, it, it's real. I mean, when he was with the Bulls, he was a beast. And obviously, I ain't gonna lie to you. He, obviously, he showed his hand in Game Four of the Finals as well. He, you know, his, his good hands and you know, poor Yanni Ninemo is going to be in a poster for the rest oh, of his yes. days. I mean, that's just the way it is. And Michelle Petit gave, <laughs> gave him the what for at the end of that play, but. Um, those guys, those guys can play, and and you know you were you were getting out of the era where um, you know there were guys. Same thing. We were very fortunate to have Bob Probert here. Bob Probert could play. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Bob Probert, Bob Probert nearly scored thirty goals. Mm-hmm. Here's like, the thing: is like, come on he, now. He gets he gets announced to the All Star game, and there's guys like Gretzky and those. Hey. Um, do you think he'll give me an autograph? Right. Uh, <laughs> he'll give you a goddamn story. autograph. And, and you know what? Again, you know, the, the, the whole thing. Another like, great podcast. There's, a, there's another dude. Like, like Bob was just a cool guy. I mean, he was just, he was a really down-to-earth, cool guy. Um, you know, it, it's it's so unfortunate. I, I had a chance to have lunch with him just a couple weeks before he passed and everything. And, um, you know, he, he had gotten his life together. There were some cool things coming up and, and all that. And. You know, it, it's unfortunate, but the, the league the league changed in that regard. You don't the, if you're in the National Hockey League today, you can play. Period. Yep. Yeah, there, there's no such thing. The term "goon" it doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. You're no, a player you who can fight. Yeah, the fourth That's, line, you know, the fourth line, which used to be the you know the goon line, which as you would say, those guys can score. 
They can yeah. score as good yeah. as the second. Or, you know, it's they're just and they're fast and it's just a different game. I, I laugh at guys like like uh, I, I love Tom Wilson. I you know I got a chance as you know I, I got a chance to see him up close and personal with the Whalers. I loved him, and he is. And, and not only that, he's just he's a wonderful guy. He, I mean, I'm not I'm not joking. I I know how he plays. He knows how he plays. But you know when I hear people say, "Oh, he's a scrub. He's a goon," it's like. Open are, your eyes. Like, are we watching the same dude's games? a player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll go to war with a guy like that. So he, I, I watched him in Plymouth uh, a number of times, just because it's close, it's because it's local. And you know, I, I tell you right now, I absolutely Stug. miss. I miss the Whalers in there. I really do. I mean, I've gone to see I don't USA. think a day goes by where Mike doesn't hear that from me. Yeah. I've probably found Mike so many times with that but, in the last few years. But I mean, he was good. I mean, just I mean, if you sit back and think about it, look at the guys that have come through there. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's I think we touched upon it shortly. The, yeah. the first time I was it, it it baffles me that that couldn't last here in what we call hey hey mm. town. Yeah, they need to really and you retire go to that. Minnesota mm. and they sell out. <laughs> if it's still the XL Center, they yeah. sell out for the high school hockey yeah. playoffs. It's because of the hair. Those and the kids mullets. come back. From the USHL because they want to play that game. It's a great – the Red Wings are so smart. It's a great marketing tool. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff. Look at Lil' Moo. Yep. He looks so Look much like his dad, Pepe. too. Yeah, I mean, seriously, he's got the hunch like his dad and everything. Yep. It's, it's um, going to go down here shortly. But he is I'm, – I'm not joking. This is this is one of those things where I, I've said that for years. It's like no disrespect. This isn't hockey. It's Red Wing mm-hmm. town. Yeah. It's Red Wing Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It I is. Mean, and that even Red just Wing gets town. into when the playoffs start. The hockey ratings in in Michigan have to be nil. They don't watch anything else. I mean, it's coming from our house. I, they don't. They don't even know what's going on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. All right. So we're live right now. There's a fight going on. Lemieux. <laughs> Who's 21 here for the Bruins? Today? Richie. Oh Richie. yeah, that's right. Oh. Richie sat on the goalie's head earlier. Oh. Oh, oh he took a couple. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh, that. Oh, are... oh, oh, that one caught him on the chin. Oh, another one. And he's he's down. You know, you've got that one extra one, and I don't think the boys are going to like that too much. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you get that. But you know what, though? I will tell you this. The last guy I saw wear a Rangers jersey that can throw the fist good, Ty Domi. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he could. <laughs> that, that coaster guy could throw him. He, could, yeah, he could throw him, too. Yeah, he could, yeah, yeah. He could throw him, too. Yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, so it, it's funny. That's the funniest thing, uh, and guys, is, you know, doing the OHL for as many years as I did the, the OHL watching all these guys that I watched in the 90s, watching their kids play, you know, yeah. like, like what, you know, Brendan Lemieux, I, I, yeah. I saw him and, you know, there are so many guys, legacy guys that you saw and, you know, some of them have moved on. Some of them were maybe there just because of their name, you know, no names mentioned because I mean, you have to play oh, yeah. to get in the Ontario hockey league, but you know, they weren't good enough to, you know, make a, a mark or anything, but that that's one of the funny things. That's when you realize you're old is when you're, you're <laughs> when you're seeing their you're, kids. You're doing a game with the, you know, hey, hey Sebby Ivasil on the ice. Eh, no, no, he isn't. You know, <laughs> absolutely so, not. That's that, uh, that's a he'd crazy be in thing. the box for hitting from behind. As, 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 we, as we found out today, he just, he just sent me a text oh, to clarify it because he knew I, I was gonna I was gonna oh, eat him up when I get no. home. Literally, as we're pulling up, Mike goes, "He got four for what?" It, it, Oh, like that. So, yeah, it was, it was, that was awesome. Is he a dirty awesome. player? Huh? Well, Maybe here's a funny story. Oh, well, I'm ready to hear it. He, he's he's not, but I've always offered to him because he's just like his dad. He's he's short, 
And I tell him, I said, hey, you ever want to talk about how to survive in tell a tall me. man's league, let me know. Because I, I was dirty. He he can he, be. He picks his battles. He's, I mean, I, I don't like to. Well, he picks, but he's just, I mean, there's no other way to say it. He's good. And he doesn't need to do that, but eventually he gets taken advantage of. And I have to, I'll, I'll teach you all the tricks of the trade to survive because these kids are big now. Oh, yeah. That they're, that they're in high school. And, but, no. He's, he, when he needs to be here. Sean's like, oh, yeah, they're big. Kids, there's some big so, he, is, is he playing high school right now? No, he chose to uh, stay and play with a buddy of his okay. uh, out in Novi. His dad's the coach. Gotcha. And it was just real comfortable for him. So, he went there, and it's a strange season, so they're just playing a bunch for sure. of games all over the place. So, in the 90s, we also incurred a bunch of teams relocating. We really did. One of the ones that really... It breaks my heart to say it. The Nordiques moving oh. from Quebec right. to Denver. There should be an um, there should be a team in an arena. And there's already the arena waiting for it. What do you think? They should be in Quebec City. Oh which, my god! What do you think about the uniforms over in Lake Tahoe? Unbelievable! Th- that un- un- unbelievable! I, they, I they nailed it. They, those are awesome. They nailed it. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. You, you know what was nice though? I'm going to tell you this. So what was really nice about it in the '90s? Sometimes you catch it on a on a Sunday. Normally, it was always on CBC. It'd be a matinee game. Mm-hmm. The Nordiques in the wing is playing at the La Calce. That right there is childhood memories that I have that'll never go away. There was there was a hatred in in the the Habs Nordique thing that like oh. it, you can't explain it. I mean, and it goes back. I'm sure you've seen the videos. And if you're bored at home, go go check out Good Friday Massacre. I mean, it was un- unbelievable. That goes back to 1984. But um, you know, part of the part of the run of '93 was that first round series where um, the Habs lost the first two games. And, and there's such a battle. I mean, it's not only the media gets on each other. And Pierre Paget said, um, you know, we think Patrick was done. And Daniel Bouchard, the, the former uh, NHL goaltender, said, we figured Patrick Wow. Patrick was like, okay, cool. And it was like, <laughs> you know, that was that was like the, the impetus for that and all that. And it's it's funny because everybody talks about, you know, the wings bombing Patrick oh, yeah. Waugh. Who, who can forget that? Nine goals. But you know what they did? They also lit a fire under him. Oh yeah, and that's what. And, and I always say this to people. I I once talked to Scotty Bowman about this, where I, where I I said, how many more Stanley Cups do you guys win if Patrick if, if doesn't go not to Colorado? There, yeah. yeah, because there's no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. they win in '96. None. Oh sure. yeah, zero yeah. doubt in my mind they win in '96. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and people forget, you know, he they obviously knock him out in in '96, and then they knocked him out again in '99, and knocked him out in, in 2000. So it's an interesting question, you know, how many more how many more cups do they win like that? So, um, but yeah, no, you're right. It, it was Quebec. Boy, I love that boot jersey. I, just, I do too. Oh, yeah, and yeah. the fleur de lis around the bottom. Yep. It was just gosh, it was such a a, a cool look and. Um, I thought for sure that there'd be another team back there. Here's the thing about like Quebec City; it's not it's not a big city. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not it's it's not a big city. There's like, but they maybe, have a hell of a fan base. Yeah, though. I think there's yeah. about yeah. five hundred thousand oh, yeah. people there. But um, you know, there was some hope a couple of years ago that that uh, Quebec Corps was going to be the owner, and so I think they, they there was some hope that they were going to end up in there. But clearly, that's not what the league wants right now. I wish they'd pull the plug on Phoenix. It hasn't oh. worked. No, that period. Uh-uh. It no. hasn't no, worked. No, I mean, the, the more I, road I fans. I appreciate the effort. I do. Yeah. But pull the plug. Yeah. It's yep. just, 
just it was like Atlanta. They pulled the plug in Atlanta really yeah. fast. And they and they need more teams in Canada. I, I I was talking about it when I was here last time about man, I got to get the center ice package. I got it shortly after being here just for that Canadian division. Yeah, you have to. Um, yeah, I mean it, that's nothing. There's I, I was sad because I told him he had carte blanche to come over my house. He could have come over every <laughs> night, but he didn't want to come over my house every <laughs> night. Old old man bedtime gets in the way. Yeah, Sean, how do you how do you think that the Seattle organization is gonna gonna fare? I think it's gonna. I think that's a good idea. I do because um, of the the. the yeah, the proximity, and, to, yeah. you know, the Western Hockey League's been big up in that area too. So I, I think that that's, I think that that's going to yeah. work. I really do. I and and I, I know Ronnie Francis a little bit. I I wish him all the best. He's just a class guy. Um, you know, I got a chance to meet him when he was in Carolina. Um, he's just a class guy, and I think it's going to work. I really do. I'm not just saying that either. Yeah. It's it's. I, I think that was a smart move. I always used to use this analogy, right? Okay, so we're we know what conies are, yep. right? Mm-hmm. We all know what conies are. We all, some love conies more than others. <laughs> right. Why the fuck? Why the hell would I want to go open a new coney joint at a place where they don't know what conies are? Sure, I've never understood that logic with the NHL. And I, I, I get money, money. I, I get it, I get it, I get it. But you, you guys are the first guys to say that your money comes in with the television deals, right? I mean, the the, the television deals that they've had, mm-hmm. and people here are too dumb to figure out their money's coming in from the Canadian television mm-hmm. and everything. So, okay, why would I? Why would I go open up a coney joint? Why would I go open up a Coney joint in Phoenix? I'm going to go to where they know mm-hmm. where in Quebec City. Yeah. I want the Coney's. Bring the Coney's to me. <laughs> that, I'm going to go open up my Coney joint in, in Quebec City. I'm going to open up my Coney joint in Seattle. You know, places yeah. where they know where, where I mean, Coney's are. the French are. Coney's, unbelievable. Oh, the French Coney's oh, incredible. The snap. They put the poutine on, on top. Ooh, they, 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 oh, they, my they, God. They, as long just, as they don't put. created the poutine Coney. As hey, long as they hey, don't put ketchup hey, on it. Hey, listen. This. My car's got a full tank of gas in it Let's right go. now. Let's roll. My passport is close by. Let's roll. Let's go. Yeah. But it, it, no, I really, could take a poutine. Uh, uh, you know what? I, 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 poutine shake. We're going to have you it. Don't need hey, protein. Hey, you need a protein. Hey, shake. Hey, that could be something that goes on on uh, April 10th, too. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we should make some poutine. Get a little gravy. <laughs> Get a little gravy going there, that, guys. That, that, no, that, that'd be Chef really Dave, fun. Chef Dave would be all over that. He, oh, he's, he'd create something. Well, that yeah, he's watching that right now. You know which, what he wants in. Which Rich did the 3B burgers, and he added added the blue cheese on it. No. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Uh, no, what's for dinner tonight? Say too bluey? <laughs> I'm telling you right now. That was a hard now. pass. That was a hey, hard pass. Hey, hard pass. I'm like, <sighs> you, you have but lived. I, I, I stuck it out, but uh, no. But no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I was so excited and elated that the Jets got a team back. Yes. In yes. Winnipeg. Because realistically, yes. there was no reason for them to leave. They would sell that arena no. out. You know, and here's the funny thing is like, as... As us fans, we sit, you know, we're not in the, we're not in the books and looking at what they're making, what they're not making, everything like that. I think it was a bullshit move that they did that they moved them out because uh, they made the playoffs all the time in the big whiteout. It was always the whiteout. You know, we see that. That was an era where, in my humble opinion, I think there was a little overreaction by a couple Canadian markets because mm-hmm. if you remember that Quebec happened and it happened quick. And then oh, a year yeah. later is when Winnipeg happened. Yep. And and that was when the Canadian dollar just tanked. Do you remember the Canadian mm. dollar tanked and everything? Oh. I think there was a little bit of an overreaction, but I, they're businessmen. I don't tell people how to use their money and everything. So 
Um, I, I was sad when the Whalers left. I, oh. You know, and obviously I worked for Mr. Carmanis, but I, I was sad um, when they left because, you know, a lot of memories for me growing up watching Adams Divisions and Hartford was always that team that just seemed to come this close. They're, yeah, they were always they, like they on the cusp. They, they were as close as Claude Lemieux in overtime. Yeah, they, they, they were. were they, they were on the cusp. Eighty-six. Hey, don't. Hey, that name along with the uh, Lions organization is not allowed on that yeah. microphone. The but former they, regime. They, they, former uh, regime. No, but they really and and remember that series in in '92, Ivan Korovo. Yep. And then Cortnell scored that shitty goal on Peter Angelo. Poor Frank guy. Peter Angelo. That poor guy. He played his heart out. Completely outplayed Wah. Completely outplayed Wah. One versus four. And then he gets beat with a cheap-ass goal in double overtime yep. in game seven. And, um, you know, I mean, to me, those are those are always fun moments, you know, where 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 you think. But but Hartford, just they always, it just seemed like there was one little crazy thing that happened to them to, to kind of knock them away and... Um, you know, but again, it's a business, and you know, to to Mister Kermanis' credit, a lot of people said, "Well, what the hell are you going down to Raleigh for? There's no Coney uh, down there." <laughs> and, and and you know what? They've made it work down there. And oh it's, no! It's, it's, especially hey, in recent years, it's shit. been a lot of fun. Shit, they're fucking the fu- <laughs> They had they had to get the Toronto backup uh, fucking goalie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what? All here's another thing we can talk about real quick is how well the program works in in Plymouth and the OHL. I mean, shit. They got uh, they had uh, Naval. Uh, God, what the hell's his name? Nadelkovich. Nadelkovich. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, he's a guy there too. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I don't know where he's at now, but yeah. But I mean, it's just amazing. Well, it's funny is because they seem like sometimes they they'll go and they'll get their their guys. You know, their guy. Hey, what we brought you through the system, we're gonna keep going. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, a lot of times you you see guys that you go like that and. One of the things I think you also get a reputation as a coach. And, um, you know, I've seen cases where, you know, uh, another guy from the 90s, uh, Dale Hunter, you know, a team. London, yeah, uh, London, yeah. A team drafts a guy and says, you know what, I know you're planning to go to college, but we want you to play. We want you to play for Dale Hunter the next year or two and get you ready for the NHL. And teams did that with Mike Vellucci as well. And, you know, Mike obviously is now an assistant in Pittsburgh. I mean, just a great guy, but I, I remember. Um, JT Miller, JT Miller was a guy that had his heart set. He was going to Miami and he was going to go play college hockey. Well, the Rangers draft him and they say, we, we don't want you to go play college hockey. We, we think you can develop. We think that you can, you know, make it quicker. You know, we want you to, to head to, uh, there's that Jersey. We want you, we want you to head, we want you to head to, to Plymouth and, you know, he develops and he's able to move on to the national hockey league. So, that that's pretty cool. Having an up close and personal look at, at some of that stuff was 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 really fun. It was oh. a lot of fun. So let's talk about this. Brett Hull's goal, nineteen ninety nine, goal or no goal? No goal. Thank you. Period. End of story. I mean, all you. I still remember the name of the rule. It's Rule Seventy B. His skate was just. It's Rule Seventy B. His skate was in in the crease. Period. Yep. It's no goal. It's. I was a, a prick um, back then. No, you weren't. No, I was. And, no, and no, no, no. What no. I did every day after that, because it's embarrassing to me as a hockey fan, and, and we've all had to do this in our life, we have to stick up for the National Hockey League. And, and like, I was really pissed off because I was like, I'm tired of sticking up for you. You fuck up so much. Mm. I'm not sticking up for you anymore. Mm-hmm. And every day, I was working at a radio station, every day I would take the copy of their own rule book. 
Hmm. Rule, I, th- I think it, I'm almost positive it was Rule 70B at the time. And I would fax it. That tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> I would fax it to NHL offices. Carri- carrier I, pigeon? I did that, it. That I did is it. the loser that you are. That is unbelievable. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. Every day. Did every, you ever get a response? Never. Of course not. But <laughs> every day I would send a, a, a rule and I would write joke, travesty, disaster. Like, I'd, I'd pick a different word and mm-hmm. write on there because it's like, that's your rule. Yeah, you don't follow That's the rule. That's your yeah. rule. I mean, and, it's and that rule. was at the at the highest level. You know, Game Seven, Stanley Cup Finals, and but however, that that could have changed the course of history for the Red Wings a little bit. Yeah, and uh, that you're, it, because it because Hasek would have been like, yep. I'm going to retire after this. I, yeah, I mm-hmm. won the cup. If Buffalo would if Buffalo would have won one of his seventeen retirements, yeah, so, if, yeah. yeah, I mean, but he could have been like, all right, I'm done. No, but I mean, honestly, when you think about it, it it really is one of those things where now look, don't misconstrue. Do, did I agree with the rule? No, I didn't agree no. with the rule. Okay, I mm-hmm. I think that's a goal as a hockey fan. Okay, but by the by, letter of by, their rule, by their standard, that's no goal. Right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how it is with a lot of it. You may mm-hmm. not like it. You may not agree with it. He may not have interfered with that goalie, but. That's the that's yeah, what the your rule foot's in the is. grease. Yep. You see it. That's, that's it. what the, it's no goal. Look at look at Gritty. Gritty's nuts. <laughs> Yuppie ripoff. Oh yeah. So yeah, it, it's um, yeah. I mean, no goal. I mean, there's absolutely yep. no doubt about that. Brett Hall, when they were when they were here for that little while with the Red Wings, Brett Hall on <laughs> almost everyday basis would make a comment about that goal. <laughs> what did he, he, what he, was his stance? He, on? he would walk by Hashik Stahl. And he'd, and he'd go like this, he'd point down, or he'd say, that was a good goal, Don. And Hashik would get going. You know, he'd speak that Hashik language that he spoke and everything. So, yeah, he he, he used to – I love it. Like, I'm not joking. I can't tell you how many times that year when I was – you know, because I was, you know, covering the wings a lot back then. Uh, I can't tell you how many times, like, Hall would walk by and he'd get this shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> and he'd kind of go like this, like, here it comes. And he'd go, hey, Dom, that was a goal. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Dom, you know that was a goal. No goal, no goal. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was kind of funny to watch that. So, so one of the things I do want to say is I did invite, I sent a formal invite to uh, Habsman. But but he said he's in hiding now. Well, yeah. Well, that's exactly what he said. He said he's a little upset with uh, the Canadians. He said that after their uh, their great start this year, he uh, he was all happy. Now he's down in the dumps, and he's really upset with the fact that uh, they had let Kurt Muller go. I tried to talk. I tried to talk Mike uh, down a couple weeks ago. Mike Mike sent me a text. And he, he, he goes, they're really good. I, I think they're totally legitimate. And I said, no, Mike, it's too early in the season to say something like that. Uh, part of that story is true. Part of that story is true. That conversation really did happen. I, I guess I guess I've got to uh, take the bullet on that one, right? Is that, is that, what, is that what this is? Hey, so I've got to ask you this question, Mike. I gotta he ask. told me right away, he goes, don't do it! And I did it anyway. He sent me a text, and I could sense where it was going. And before I could get him the text of don't do it, that was the text that came so, 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 I got to ask you, so a few seconds, or a few minutes ago, I saw the fist pump, and it was when Boston got that empty netter. Yes. Does that mean good day for you? 
That's a good start. Okay. That, that, that's a good start. Right. That's right. just now, a start. It's okay. just, right. just right. a start. Right. Right. As long as it's a start, that's fine. I had the Bruins in regulation at even money. And when they made it 3-1, I'm like, don't you let them tie and go into overtime because I'd lose my bet they have to win in regulation. However, with that, Nashville still hasn't announced their starting goalie. Yet. So I said, F them. And I, I, went, I went with the Flyers over Buffalo. Maybe we need to have Mike teach JP, one of our uh, oh, yeah. regular guests, yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe how, to, how to properly bet. And maybe you need to come the... over here and uh, show, some, uh, show him uh, a little parlay action. I, uh, I tried to say that, that, that the P word. No parlay. No, See, no parlay. That's the first thing you got to get I out of Just straight up. Yep. I tried to get him into Woodward. I like. I told Chad. I said this. This dude's legit. He's you know he knows his numbers and all that. So like a gambling show. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get uh, Mike involved with that and everything because he's you know as you know he's an accomplished broadcaster now. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only not only does he appear on the Smoke Show, but he's I mean he's fucking Harry Neal. Oh yeah. Calling games, man. <laughs> hey, he's, Bob he, Cole he, and Harry Neal. I didn't know the, the fucking Bob Cole and Harry Neal are in. The, they're in the speaking. They're in the speaking right now. He, wow. he is he is tremendous. He's doing a great job. Can't so. be anymore. It's unbelievable that we're doing that. By the way, <laughs> no, just that's laugh. awesome though. That's yeah. I mean that's really awesome. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's uh, you know Harry Neal by the way. He, uh, his neighbors with Scotty Bowman, and can you imagine the stories that go on mm. there? Right, oh, I'd like to be a fly on the wall for that one. Right, some, some great, some great stories there, man. Some, some really stuff. So anyway, so I'm going to wrap this up here because uh, we've been going on for a little while. I'm going to let everybody know right now that I, I've, I. I mean, we, could, we could keep going. Yeah, he's poor guys. You <laughs> no, know what happens when we get no, together? Now, here's the thing: is so, so when everybody goes and listens to this right now. I fucking didn't hit the record button on the beginning when we first started because I'm trying to manage. See, I need to. I, I need to produce. I need art. Dude, I, need, oh, I need an art, art over so here. So did we just bullshit for the last hour and a half? No, 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 no. no, 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 no it's recording. Better. No. I'd say let's start again. I, 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 I want to say <laughs> like two. I want to say like the first maybe like three minutes yeah. I I fucked up on uh, because I was so this was the first time I had to k- quit the live stream because of the echo because people were. Here in the echo as well, so okay. I need to work that out. But anyway, I fucked up, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to work on some other stuff on my end. I'm gonna have to do some cutting and some pasting, everything like that with audio. But I do want to say I sincerely appreciate you guys coming out today. It means a lot to Tom and myself. Oh. Definitely, uh, '90s is a huge topic for us when it comes to ho- well, for me anyways, <laughs> for hockey. Um, I'd love to. Ha- I mean, Mike, you're always welcome here, anytime, anywhere. Sean, you always welcome. Thank you. Um, you got to see the picture of Pablo Escobar over on the uh, Wall of Fame over there. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the. Uh, so so that's so that right there, that wall right there, is going to be is our Wall of Fame. So this is pretty much from our last summer right here that we've had. Uh, and that that picture of Pablo Escobar is every time Tom goes out somewhere without me. Mm-hmm. He gets on Facebook, he gets the Pablo Escobar yep. sitting on a swing photo because I was not included in that said outing. Bullshit. But, Bullshit. So, so, but, and I've even gone to the, the point to where on HBO Max I have his password and I created my own profile that says Pablo Escobar. So, so anyway, so in all sincere, in all sincere, I, I, I really appreciate, I mean, we both really appreciate you guys coming out and spending your afternoon with us on Sunday. Uh, we'd love to have you guys out again when the time is right. Well, uh, you guys come over. We we have our next uh, big barbecue is April tenth, so all you guys you guys are invited. Okay, to my all house. you got to do is mm-hmm. just send me the 
Send me the address. Not, just, you don't need the address. You'll see the smoke. It's, <laughs> Follow right? the smoke like signals. Back in the day, they'll, they'll the be Indian smoke smokes. signals. And yes. You'll smell. Like Just just get around uh, the, no, but the Nine Mile and Beck area and I you'll mean, smell but it. But here's the thing. Is there, is there anything I can bring no. to the table? Yeah, just bring yourself. Are you this, sure? This is. I don't think you understand. Yeah, this is. Why no, I mean, I, I believe me, I understand. But I would. I mean, if there's something I can, do you want? Do you want me to bring a bottle? Do you guys want some bourbon? You like yeah. bourbon? You like bourbon? No, seriously. I like rye. We, what you like we rye? Want. What if I get your rye bourbon? Okay, what if I get your rye whiskey? Is that cool? <laughs> no, what we no. want is people to show up and for us to work all day on making the food, the prime rib, we love the it. brisket. And then watch your reaction we as, love you. as you are eating it, and that brings us such joy. That is it back. like the TikTok flavor bomb true, look? True, uh, it, listen, true story. It, he's. It's why we I'm started it in. It was almost a year ago now that we started. It was about a week after COVID hit, uh-huh. and it's what the the essence of the smoke show is. Is we just love when those guys come into the studio and they're like, "Oh my god, that was awesome!" Yeah. So this so is the reincarnation of Mita. There's a story. There's a story. But we, when we recreate or do something, we're gonna we're gonna do it big when um, when we right can. Way. We're gonna when, do it the we right can. way. We've talked about it and thought about it a couple of times and had some discussions, but it's not what we want until it's what we want. Mm. And, yeah. And when we can do it, we're gonna do it right, and it will be men, grills, meat. And it'll be big. The problem with Mita is it got too big. Right. It did. Oh, yeah. it, got, it, got, it got too big. Mm-hmm. And, and like the last year, and I told the radio station at the time, I said, I'm not doing it again next year. And they said, we'll do it. And I said, good luck doing it without me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. not to be a douche. I was just like, good yep. luck. Yep. You know, and, and it, so they didn't do it. Have at it, it. It got too big. And, and you know what it was? It was, it was a cash grab. And I didn't want my name, yeah. I didn't want the term Mita mm-hmm. attached to that. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, I didn't, like, you know, um, no, that's why it's, like, important. I think Mike said it best. I'm sure when you guys come over, you're not bringing dick. Like, seriously, just come over. Yeah. Yep. Like, we're just a bunch that's, of dudes hanging we out. We appreciate it. Like, yeah. that's, seriously, that's, that's what like, we no, do. no pretense, no, you know, come over, have a good time. Yeah. We're just, you know, we're well, eating we, some good food and everything. And we love the, half the joy... Half the joy is Mike. How many times do we do this in the summer? Mike's over at my house seven o'clock in the morning, and we're just sitting out there all day. Whether it be an eight-hour smoke, a ten-hour smoke, and what do you do all day? You just nothing. Yeah, you hang out. It's great. Drink, yep. it's drink great. beer, bullshit. Nothing. And we will talk nineties hockey. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did. I, I, all these stories, a lot of these stories he's telling today well, are what we would talk about. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, this little machine I got going on right here, this is a complete on the go podcast machine. Sure, yeah. we could probably yeah, we do could. something. We a- ab- absolutely, a- absolutely. But anyway, so yeah. So in all seriousness, I want to thank you guys for taking yeah. the time out. I know Sean's got a busy schedule because. Uh, high school hockey has really started taking off, and they're doing, you know, these these kids are doing three, four games a week. They're really going. Sean is doing his best to make sure that everybody who, who logs in and watches on the uh, MSHAA um, state champs, state champs, yep. and they and they really get a hold of that. So, on that note, guys, I want to say thank you very thank much you. for coming, everything like that, and uh, we're out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Easy Speak at SpeakEasy 330. You can catch us every week at iLogicMedia.com, 
Apple, and Spotify. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at EasySpeakCast for the latest and up-to-date news. Cheers.